Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com, SportsChatPlace.com, here with Chris and Brian. It is Tuesday, July the 12th, 2022. We're doing, uh, of course, free picks. We're here every single day. Um, rain or shine, games or no games, whatever the case may be, and we'll find that out again next week. Um, we'll be doing shows with no games. Who do you like in the ESPYs, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for um, Georgia Bulldogs' best college football team last year. <laughs> it's like they already won a national championship trophy, but let's give them a little SB or something that <laughs> like, validates it. You know, forget what they did on the field. We'll just give them this. You know, that's the beauty of sports is that it isn't um, you know, decided like at an award show. It's decided on the field or on the court or on the, you know, whatever the case may be, the ice. Um, yeah, takes all that stuff out of it. Anyways, I sent a newsletter out this morning. I haven't been as doing it as religiously. Um, just wanted to highlight a lot of the betting tools that we're doing. And I'm going to be sending out more, probably different versions of it, you know, highlighting the betting tools and, of course, our cappers that are hot. Um, kind of getting in touch. It's, it's always an odd thing. Like, these people, they sign up for our email list, and then they unsubscribe, you know? It's like... Or they complain saying, I never subscribed. It's like, it's a double opt-in. You know, it's like, it's not just you sign up. It's like you have to sign up and then verify that you've signed up. It's like, I got one guy, he's like just bugging the crap out of me. Take me off your list. It's like, hit the subscribe button. You've double opted in. You know, it's like, I, I, we don't just... Isn't there an unsubscribe at the bottom of the yeah. email? You just click oh, yeah. I think, I think they just, I have, I have a couple, you know, I have... I have like the stalker weirdos of from hell, you know, it's like none of the other people that own the websites. And I say this all the time, have the issues that I have because none of them put themselves out in front of the camera. So like people don't realize, you know, just the size of the operation that we have or anything, you know, because of that. I mean, you guys have been with me for a while, Chris, you know, for a long time. So he knows that it's not just, you know, us three or me or whatever. Mm. I mean, like Joe Thebo thinks like that you guys should uh, should would work for free if we were better friends. You know, it's like this is the type of messages that he sends, you know, Joe Thebo, the lunatic. Right. It's like Chris and Brian only hang out with you because you pay them. It's like, well, I don't know. It's like we we don't live that close, but it's like, if, you know, when Chris and I are in the same city, we hang out and yeah. I don't pay him to hang out. But it's like. Yeah. You know, but I don't expect him to work for free either. And it's like, you know, he prob Joe doesn't probably go to his job at Kmart, you know, and, um, you know, go there and work for free, you know, because he's friends with, you know, the, the people that manage the place, right? It's like, it's just stupid. It's, and then I got some guy that's calling me now, right? He's got my phone number and he leaves like burping noise. Saying the thing like like this thing it's like I said I'll tell you what how about this you know people think like oh you're you know you're cyber whatever how about this show up and say it to my face and you, you watch what happens you're, and then they'll cry they always play the victim right it's like it's always the victim you know I really did not think I really did not think you were getting my voicemails oh no I'm getting voicemails and texts I and text. Are text mess are they, wait, are they text message burp audio recording? No, the text two? message is this one. Here it goes. You're, you're lucky it's a burp. Here you go. Can you see it? <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Yeah, I looked up this phone number, 517-777-0052, and it comes out to someone in California, but this is like a Michigan number, you know? It's like one of those texts, you know, it's like they're big, tough guys. They're big, tough guys, but everything's got to be anonymous, right? Big, tough guys. There's a a ton of those burner apps and where there's just random phone numbers and yeah that's what it is but it's like this is what i this is what my life is i know wade from doc sports and you know some of the other guys out there they don't get this stuff because you know they don't put themselves out there um you know it really doesn't matter i'm not afraid of any of these people not one bit i'll continue to stay out here i'll continue to do what we do and i don't care and if giving out free picks every day and spending millions of dollars to bring them content and to spend hours and hours, you know, every day, you know, 15 hours a day to, to do that is a scam. Well, (laughs) I'd love to hear my angle here. You know, I'd love to hear the scam angle. Anyways, some life I've got. Brian, you get a lot of uh, hate mail. No, I got a Twitter message this morning telling me I lost my play on the drive-through and my premium play. Oh, I, it's like is it? I got the, I got the same one. I bet it's the same I guy. Back. I said it. I'm just human. I said today I'll bounce back. And my free plays were four and one yesterday. Not counting the drive-through play, but yeah, I got just... some. I got a. I got an email from this guy. Same thing. So it, it, I know who it is. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure everybody cares, but I care a ton about everything. I put of course, out. I try and win every game, and I know, I know when I'm cold, and I know when I'm hot. But you don't see me, like, when I'm really hot, you don't see me patting myself on the back. I'm not bouncing up and down, screaming out my record, saying where I am, or any of those things. And it's like, when I'm cold, I don't beat myself up because I know it's all part of the process, you know? But it's like, if, you, if losing a game materially affects you and your life, then you should not be betting. And I say, this is what we do for a living is providing sports betting information. But if it is something that affects your life in a negative way, financially, mentally, physically, then this is not for you. Sports betting is not what you should be doing. Um, there are other ways to make money and other ways, you know, to spend your time, you know, and that's not what we're all about. We don't, we don't believe me. If that's your thing, we don't want your money, whether it comes from our advertisers or whether it comes from, from anyone like that. Anyways, got major league baseball action today. I lost yesterday. My big play again. Yeah, I saw you have a bunch of stuff today, so. Yep, I have a bunch of plays. How would you know I have a bunch of plays? Well, because uh, I saw that you had a five-pack, five and then it didn't include your uh, $15 play, so I assumed you had six. So that tells me that uh, you like the card today. I do like the card today. Also, I'm... I'm trying to find some answers. <laughs> doing some soul searching. Yeah, doing some soul I searching. Think this is a, I think this is a card that has, you know, you could get trapped in a few games, and I'm just hoping it goes my way. Hopefully I'm not entering into a cold zone, but uh, 
we'll see. I like the card today. I say when I get cold, when things go, when things start, you know, moving against you, when you, when you, when you can't catch a break. Like last night, I had the Padres. I changed my pick to the Marlins and I lost. And every time I change it, I always lose. And I did it again last night um, with my $15 big play. I had the Padres. I had it all written up. I was ready to hit send. And I didn't do it. And I ended up giving the Marlins and I ended up losing. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, when you're on one of those runs. So I do what everyone does. I just chase, you know, just randomly chase. And that's what I'm going to do. I will continue to do that all the way through the All-Star break and, you know, probably the rest of my life. I'm not one of these 2% of my bankroll guys. I'm a, just like you guys. I'm just a sports better. I could probably withstand a little bit bigger hit than some other people out there. And that's really the only difference. And that's because I've had success in the past doing it. But anyways, let's do it. Let's get to today's games. Brian's more conservative. I think that uh, if, as long as you stick to the system where you're betting generally the same amount, you, you know. Then you're, you're going to lose. Winning, then you're going to lose over time. And all of a sudden if you, you bet the same amount, you will lose. If you're red hot and you start, you start getting your bets up higher and higher, let's say you start at $200 and by the end you're really hot, you're going $2,000 a game, a little cold streak like my 0-3 yesterday could sink you. But if you stay to a consistent amount, uh, you know, over time, I think you will lose. Safe. Nope, because the house odds are stacked against you. If you bet the you same amount every time, happened. if you bet the same amount every time, you will lose because the house odds are stacked against you. And that's why I like to say, Alex, I'd like to make it a true daily double, you know? And it's like, yeah, I'm not afraid to put my chips in the ta on the table and to go all in. And it's like, I have a bankroll, but let's face it, I have another bankroll too. And that's the beauty of it. You know, it's like, you know, I have my bankroll, but then I also, I got another bankroll and another bankroll after that. So um, anyways, Shane Bieber on the mound against Davis Martin here to get things started. Davis Martin. Then we've got Chris Stratton's got a day job. He's back with the Pirates. I thought Stratton was so the last like the, we've seen Stratton, you know, here and there in, in 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 action. But the last time that I really like a memorable appearance by Stratton was like I was watching a game. It was the Giants against somebody out in San Francisco like last year. And they were like in the 15th inning. They were at the end of their pitching staff. They had one pitcher left. The Giants did in this game. It was Chris Stratton. Um, he's up against Daniel Castano down in Miami. And then Josiah Gray. Been pretty good recently, but the Mariners have been better. <laughs> That's the issue here. You have the interesting thing because Gray has been red hot, but the Nationals one and nine, and then you have the the Mariners and Flexen has certainly pitched better, but the Mariners nine and one in their last ten. Oof. Brian Collision Course. Some things going on here, and a lot of Bitler pitchers yeah. here. That's my favorite game. But as far as this grouping goes, ever. Um or just today? No, no, no. <laughs> just today. I wouldn't All right, say I'm ever. just checking. I remember my Minnesota Twins play like a couple of years ago that went down. Uh, anyway, um, in this grouping, I'm going to start off right away with the Cleveland Guardians. I'm going to lay that minus 155. I trust Baby Bieber to come back and have a strong start. And if you look at uh, Davis Martin's numbers, he has strong numbers this year. 
as far as his minor league numbers go. But overall, his career is close to a five ERA and a one three three whip. I think the Guardians beat up the White Sox in game one. I'll take the Pittsburgh Pirates at plus one and a half. Now, you're laying minus 160, but I think you either have to take the Marlins at minus 150 or the Pirates on the run line. Uh, Stratton's only going to go one inning. I mean, he's just opening. I like the Pirates' bullpen. So I think it's a one right. Pirates have covered four straight on the run line. How do we know Stratton's only going one inning? Well, all his past, if you look at his... Uh, no, Stratton know. used to be a starter for many years. He it says was a he's starter. opening Tuesday. It says opening Tuesday. Opening means he's just... No, nah, but he's, guess he's been... This is his first start of the year. So there's nothing saying start. that he's only going one inning. There's nothing here that says he's going one inning. I'll take the under two innings and under if you want to pick. I like the over on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying what it says on the on the Pittsburgh. I mean, Pirates. why would you mess with a with a good thing? The guy's five and four. He's only pitched thirty five innings. He's got two saves. I mean, why would you screw with that if you weren't actually going to try him out as a starter? Because he was a starter for the early part of his career. He had twenty six starts in two thousand eighteen. He had ten starts in two thousand seventeen. He had five starts in two thousand nineteen in in the um, in the shortened season. That's when he was with your team, the Angels. It says he hasn't tossed more than two innings all season long, and he's set to serve as an opener. Before making his way to a primary pitcher today. So I'll take your bet under two runs or under. So Anyway, that's who I like. I like the Pirates plus one and a half. I like the Cleveland Guardians on the money line, and those are my two bets. For me, I'm kind of going to sort of middle out with Brian's Pirates. I'm going to go with the Marlins on the money line. I, Daniel Castano was torched in his last start, but uh, the problem is if, if it is a bullpen game for the Pirates, their last five games, the bullpen has an ERA of 7.34. I think the the Marlins just aren't going to stay down for uh, for for very long. You know, the Pirates did have a, a nice, you know, week last week where they, you know, kept it competitive against the Brewers. But the Marlins have been playing some of their best baseball over the last couple of weeks. I expect them to bounce back here, uh, maybe off of Stratton, maybe off of someone else in the Pirates' bullpen. But I like the Marlins there. And I do like the Cleveland Guardians in game one behind Shane Bieber. If it was Dylan Cease, we may have been having a, a bit of a different discussion for game one. But with Davis Martin on the other side, who's mediocre in the minors at best. And I don't expect that to, to really give him much of an edge here. I think Bieber, this is Bieber's start to lose. So give me the Guardians in that one. You know, that betting amount talk that Bittler was spewing earlier um, kind of re- it reminds me. And like, I, I haven't even, I've never asked Chris this. I've totally forgotten about it. But when I was in Vegas for March Madness and I saw Ruffalo, um, yeah. I was actually very randomly betting totally different amounts and I was crushing them um, during the NCAA tournament and I had gone in on Miami against Auburn. I had bet that game I think 17 or 18 different times. I had money lines, I had spreads because it was two days in between games. So I had bet that game 17 or 18 different times, all different amounts. So I had wads of hundreds like i had to put them in two separate pockets and i peeled a few hundreds off of there i gave him the roof and told him to spend it um like water with no thought whatsoever and if he bet spent it on anything practical i would be disappointed in him what did you bet on with that money or what did you spend it on did you throw it in a slot or you know hookers what was it i I was gonna say if you'd ask me if i threw it in a slot don't ask me what her name was but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, 
it wasn't that bad. It wasn't enough for an explicit rating. Um, but no, you know what? It was, I, I did appreciate it. I did. I, we went and put some bets in and put it in a slot. I actually hit a, a, a mini jackpot with that one. So See that, Brian? Mini jackpot. I think it was 400. 400. <laughs> He started. He started with twelve hundred. What are you in for four hundred? <laughs> it's like going. It's like it's like going to. It's like going to what? Like Chuck E. Cheese or something? Spending fifty bucks and walking out with the race. Like... <laughs> yeah, because I because I, I was supposed to meet up with Chris and I was watching the Miami game and like I I didn't have a chance to like go back to the room to put the money in the safe and I walk out. I got like this. I can barely walk. I got so much. I got so much cash like stuffed in my pocket. Oh man, yeah, I. It's okay, Chris. You spend it on hookers. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I passed off the blow to someone else for the hookers. Stop by the weed store. Spent the rest on hookers. <laughs> Wasted six bucks on an Uber. <laughs> I could have walked across the street. <laughs> Anyways, if I go to these games, I gotta bet against Chris Stratton. It's just really just everything I believe in. Um, but you're not betting against Chris Stratton. He's only going one inning. It's okay. I could still you're bet against, against Yurfi <laughs> and the Yurfi. Uh, I also am going with Shane Bieber with the Guardians against the White Sox. I'm just riding this horse into the ground. Guardians always beat the White Sox in Cleveland. Um, no reason to even do it. And uh, yeah. Anyways, we move on to our next slot. We have the Jankies up against the Cincinnati Reds. Cole against Kiss My Ashcraft. Then we have the Blue Jays taking on the Phillies. And Chris Sale making his first start of the season for the Red Sox. What's the pitch count on Sale for this one up against Corey Kluber? Is he just free going all the way or is he on a strict count? Let's see if I can find something. I didn't bet this game. I did not. I didn't bet. see anything listed as a pitch count for him, but I assume he must have something. Let's see if I can find something here. Well, Chris is looking. I'll give out my plays. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cincinnati Reds plus one and a half. I just think minus three ten for Garrett Cole's insane Ashcraft. Although he's been struggling a little bit recently, overall he has the best arm for the one of the better arms for the Reds. So I think they can keep it within one. I'll take the Blue Jays over the Phillies. Uh, I have I don't see a line out for this one, but as long as it's under minus 150, I'll back Barrios, who's had two strong starts in a row. And uh, I'll take the Tampa Bay Rays on the money line with Corey Kluber. Uh, he just uh, pitched well against this Boston team uh, a few days ago. Chris Sale, uh, I just think this line's a little bit too high for his first start. So Chris Sale will have a pitch count around 85 pitches, so they're going to let him go fairly, well, I'd say fairly deep here at least deep compared to another, you know, first start of the year. But I do like the Red Sox there. I think the, the hangover was in game one from that rough series against the uh, the New York Yankees. And I think the Red Sox focus up here and uh, and get to Corey Kluber here. They've already done it once, and I think they could do it again here. So uh, give me the Red Sox. Give me the Blue Jays. I'm not a fan of the Toronto team, but this is gut check time. And uh, if there's one spot where Jose Barrios has been good, it's been at home this season. And for me, the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen still not a team I'm looking to, not a unit I'm looking to trust. So, give me the uh, the Blue Jays there, and I'm gonna go full value. I'm gonna go with the Reds on the money line here. And Garrett Cole, you know, I know the Yankees are starting to win games with Cole on the mound, and it's not always 
a wise idea to bet against a team with 61 wins and 80 something games. But, uh, you know, Graham Ashcraft, he's already held down solid offenses on the road, like the Blue Jays when they were hot, the Cardinals, the, the Giants. He's capable of, uh, of, you know, holding his own. Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. He is a, a pitch-to-contact pitcher, but he's not walking, guys. So I think he can keep the Reds in this, and the Reds could steal this one. So give me the Cincinnati Reds in the money line, plus 260. I like the Reds, too. Chris, what casino do you think has the best hookers in Vegas? Um, you know, while we're on that, while we're on that subject, um, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm so old. The hookers don't even come after me anymore. That's how bad I am. You know, I'm like so old. It's like you know when you've like crossed the line. Like the hookers don't even come after you in Vegas anymore. But I've been told by Tony Brown that it's Caesars. <laughs> that 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 like. Because he, he always says, you know, it's like, Mitch has got that rolly. <laughs> My Rolex. He's like, Mitch has got that rolly on. It's like, the fuckers will be all over you at Caesars. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you. I can tell you that the ones when we were at MGM were, eh, there were some good and some bad. But uh, <laughs> I'd probably guess, if I had to guess, I would say somewhere like Bellagio or the Venetian or something like that. How about, um, yeah, I went to a bachelor party actually once at the Venetian and a few of the guys, you know. They did extremely well with some uh, some hookers. They were they were they were happy with their purchase. <laughs> there is no refunds on that one. You don't get a site credit. It's like it's like if they were our customers, they'd want you know they'd want. It's like I lost my Brian's back. I want a yearly package. It's like what's the credit guarantee on this? If I'm not satisfied. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's come back and cite credit. Yeah. Do I get a consensus report? It's, uh, I'll tell you. It's, I'm not, it, I'm telling you, it's like, I, I can't even tell you. I, I'm so old, I can't even recognize, like, the regular women from the hookers anymore. I can't even tell the difference. It's like, the way they're dressing. Just as long as you don't go up to what you get the wrong... <laughs> the wrong well, I'm, I'm not, I don't have that issue. I know you don't. I, know I don't you have don't, that issue. I know you don't, but I'm saying just as long as nobody makes that mistake. It's like somehow the somehow the the discussion always comes back to hookers, you know. It always comes back to hookers. What we do. Anyways. While we're whoring around. I like the Reds today. I like uh the Phillies. And uh I like the I like the Red Sox first five against the Rays with Chris Sell. First five. And we apologize to the hookers at the other hotels outside of Caesars. You know, it's like, we know you're working. We know you're working just as hard as those Caesars hookers. I just know that Tony Brown told me that that, you know, that was a spot. But I'm not saying that Tony Brown gets hookers there. I'm not saying that. They, you know, he, he's younger. He gets approached still, you know. <laughs> Brian, what are you selling? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to bounce back from that. 0 and 3 yesterday. 23 and 12, 66% last 35. I got my MLB Titanium Blade, just $15. Or you can get my Square Dance and 3-pack. We're going to dance all. We're going to be dancing tonight. You can get my three best bets. Includes a $15 play for $50. Chris? <laughs> I'm gonna put the heels on for this one. I got the uh, the the, the uh, fifteen dollar pickoff play. 
and we're on the drive for five. We've got four in a row. Knock on wood. We're going to go for five tonight. Um, we got that favorite play on the board as well as part. It's part of my uh, Towering Tuesday three pack for forty bucks over at Pick Dogs Premium, and use that code July fourteen to get fourteen percent off. Running out of time to use it. I have a. I have my fifteen dollar big play. I also have a five pack. I, I, I really like today's card. No, they, they actually they don't. The hookers don't come after the old guys. They don't. They're more looking for the guys that are like the bachelor party or the guys weekend in Vegas type thing. That's what I think they. That's where I think they. Um, that's their bread and butter. You know, they're all bread. And, we get, We should. We should. What we'll have to do is we'll have to get one the next time we're out in Vegas just to have on the show, and we'll ask. We'll ask these kind of important <laughs> questions. For the interview. Yeah. One of the one, one of the casinos out in Vegas actually wants us to come out there and do a show from their sports book. It's like man, I think they might reconsider. It's like you know, could we do this? Could we do this on that show? It's like I don't. Think. They might rescind their offer. Actually, yeah, yeah. I spoke to them yesterday. And I told them I think about. Think about it. But maybe if we're allowed to do this, well, that's, that's a difference. That would be a totally different story. Brian's like, that would be a great show. So if you ask her a question, one of us like, so what are you doing later? <laughs> Brian would be like, I know her. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> Who let you out of the closet? It's like the George Costanza episode where he gets... Um, handcuffed to the bed and they steal all of his clothes they steal his suit <laughs> no handcuffs not even the furry ones anyways we got the guardians game two against the white Sox. dylan cease on the mound for the white Sox in game two i'd like to have seen cease versus bieber but we're not going to we got spencer strider up against david peterson it was the Metropolitans getting the win last night. And then we've got the Twinkies and the Brewers. I always use this as my example of a series of games that why they should have like the one o'clock in the afternoon games during the week. Two, Brewers, Twins, kind of middle market, you know, teams. Um, well, there are two top teams in their division. Oh, no, for two first place teams. But still, it's middle market. It's You're just not going to get the following that you are. If it's Even if it's like, if it, if it was Yankees Dodgers, you know. Who's up, Ryan? Who's up, Mr. Trezal? All right, and I think the White Sox are going to win one of these games, and it's, it looks like it'll be Game Two. I think they did that just to play it safe so they could get a W. Uh, minus one sixty five is awful high for how crappy the White Sox have been playing, but uh, I'll lean towards Chicago. I like Dylan Cease. I'm gonna take the Atlanta Braves uh, on the run line minus one and a half. I just think Spencer Strider has been—he's uh, one of those Braves pitchers that they seem to find all the time. The gems and David Peterson. I think uh, he's performed uh, above his stat line. You should start seeing a little regression for Mr. Peterson. I like the Braves to kick, get some revenge here. Uh, those are my two. Braves run line and White Sox money line. 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with those same two games. I'm going to go with the under in that White Sox-Guardians game. You know, Dylan Cease, we all know how well he's pitching. I do lean towards the White Sox there as well. But Connor Pilkington is really sort of coming into his own as a starter. It looks like he's getting a lot more comfortable, and I think this could just end up being a lower-scoring game that the White Sox end up winning. So give me the White Sox and the under in that one. And I'm going to go with the Braves as well, whether you go money line or run line. I know the money line's a little steep at minus 180, but... Uh, Spencer Strider just pitching really well, and while I have liked what David Peterson's done, he's given up uh, four runs in five innings against the uh, the Braves already this season, and the Braves twenty one and nine against left handed pitching this season. I think the uh, the Braves bounce back after uh, Monday night's loss and get the win here. I like the White Sox, um, and I like the Twins in those two. I don't like the way Alexander pitched last time out. Did me dirty, I'll tell you that much. And um, <clears throat> I like Dylan Cease, the way he's pitching. So I'm going to go <clears throat> White Sox, Twins, all American League Central. Parlay. Should have some of these ball players on. Ask them where, where, where they think in Vegas is the best. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, they do the Twitter surveys. Who's going to win the ACC? It's like, what do you think is the best hotel? If I'm, if I'm looking for, like, I don't know, a $600, you know. Which hotel call. has the best buffet? <laughs> it's like, what is it? What's, it's like, number one is, what is the average price? You know? And then survey two, where's the best place for this price range? Where's the best place for this price range? You know, you would think, like, maybe, you know, some of the higher scale places. I was going to say the win or something like that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. You got the... Uh, Cardinals against the Dodgers, the Rangers against the A's, and the Cubs against the Orioles. This 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 thing could go. I don't I don't love the buffets anymore. I used to be a buffet guy, but I'm not anymore. The thing is that the pricing of the buffets has gotten to the same price as if you go out to a really nice get a really nice meal and I can't put it away like I used to. Anyways, Dodgers, Cardinals, Cubs, Orioles. Rangers A's, Glenn Otto and James Caprillion on the hill for that feature matchup. Brian, Glenn Otto yeah, for like, you. Well, you know, the Oakland A's kind of broke my heart a little bit. I had Oakland plus one and a half. They had runners on base last night and couldn't, uh, couldn't score that meaningless run. Uh, but in this grouping, I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals at home, but I would wait until first pitch because it seems like uh, – there's lots of action here on the L.A. Dodgers. Mitch White, it's not a guy that really gives me confidence. He's done better than I expected because I just think he's a triple-A pitcher pitching in the big leagues. Uh, Cardinals, two straight wins. I like the money line with St. Louis at home. Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago Cubs really really should have been a premium play for me. I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs. I think Baltimore's turning into a, a public dog, even though they're not much of a dog per se in this game. I just... Uh, Everything in the world screams the Orioles. I'm just going to go the other way and take the Cubbies. I'm going to go with the uh, the uh, the Dodgers and Cardinals under eight and a half. Mitch White has been pitching fairly well in a starting role, and the one place that Matthew Libertor has done well is at home. And we saw the Cardinals play a, an entire low-scoring series against the Phillies. I think that could carry over here. So I'm going to take the under eight and a half there. I can take the Oakland A's. I, I don't see. 
Glenn Otto was uh, was a minus one seventy minus one seventy five pitcher. I think that uh, James Caprillion probably a lot better than his record would indicate. And I think he gives the the A's a chance to win. We all know the way the A's tend to play their better ball on the road as it is. So uh, so give me the Oakland A's in that one. I like the over in that Rangers A's game, Caprillion and uh, and Otto, and I like the over in that Cubs Orioles game too. I think Jordan Lyles can get hit, and I think Samson can get hit. I think this thing goes into the late innings, and, um, you know, the bats do the talking. But give a team there that, you know, despite, you know, Brian being afraid, some guy in Montana who he bet on, um, and, you know, odds and all that other stuff, at the end of the day, I mean, you got a team that, um, you know, is playing some of the best baseball in baseball against a team that's 10 games under 500 at home. Um, or is a one eight straight, yeah. eight straight games. So you certainly have to consider that at the end of the day. And it's like, you know, believe me, there's been, there's been funkier odds than that. I mean, the Astros are minus one twenty five, at, you know, at, at Anaheim. So you're saying all those are going to happen. I think the probability is slim to none. Um, you know, you got the uh, Royals and the Tigers. You've got the Rockies and the Padres. You got the Angels and the Astros and the Giants and the Diamondbacks. And once again, you know, all kinds of odd, crazy odds in these games, you know. Um, so I think you can, kind of th- you can kind of throw that stuff out the window, all of them, every one of them. Now, Baltimore, Chicago, that's a crazy odd to me, but I don't, I don't find the Houston you think that that's You think that crazy. that's crazier than the 9-1 and one Mariners against the 1-9 oh, uh, yeah, and nine Nationals? Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the, across yeah, the board, sure. there's there's odds like that on, on today's games. And it's like, I think that, you know, a lot of the data that you get, you know, that you look at for these games is bad. And it puts you so on you, pub, a lot of public dogs. And lately, it has started to work for you. But, I mean, 99% of the season, it, it hasn't. You so, don't believe that a lot of people are catching on to the Baltimore Orioles. They've won eight straight. You don't think that, you know, they see them playing the Chicago Cubs who have a real shit crappy record at 34 and 52, and they're not jumping on the Orioles. Just common sense. No data behind that. Just but the, common sense. But the numbers don't show that. The numbers show that more betters are on the Cubs. Oh, okay. I didn't, look. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look at that. In the data, there's more number, more betters, and more money on the Cubs. I'm just going off of my brain. I'm not going off of the data on that on that website today. <laughs> and I'm seeing the Cubs up to. I'm seeing the Cubs up as a big favorite now, minus one twenty four at FanDuel. Oh. All right. Well, I, I'm an Orioles guy. I love the Orioles, but it just, to me, the Cubs look like the play at that number. But maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong plenty before. Yesterday I was zero three, so. Anyways, what do you think of these last four? Oh, last four. I'm going to take uh, the Dodger killer, Bo Brisky, and the Detroit Tigers here. Uh, I think uh, they're the better team, and you got nice odds. Bubik is brutal. Now, that one, maybe I, judging by my logic, I should take the Royals here, but I just think that I, I like Brisky here in the Tigers. I'm going to take the Giants on the run line. Usually I don't lay minus one and a half, but I think it's a plus 100, so I'm not laying any juice here. Logan Webb. Much better starter than Dallas Keuchel, even though Keuchel had one good start last time out. I think the Giants torch him. Um, what else here? 
Uh, I'm going to take a chance here with the Colorado Rockies at home when the money line Gomber has been a real disappointment. But uh, if he does pitch his best baseball, it's usually in Colorado. I think it's a uh, uh, slugfest tonight. I'll take the Rockies on the money line. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the Royals and Tigers under nine. You know, we see Bo Brisky, we see him fully what he's capable of. He stifled the Dodgers earlier this year, pitched really well against the White Sox last time out. And while Chris Bubik, yes, he's been bad for a lot of the season. I think, you know, this is just one of those spots where he's facing a, a, a Tigers offense that's dead last and runs per nine innings. And uh, I think this could just end up being a lower scoring game. I think at worst it pushes at nine, but I think we're good with the under nine in that one. And uh, I'm going to take the uh, the Colorado Rockies. I just think that I know Austin Gomber has struggled in Colorado, but for me, there's just something off about this Padres team. So three and seven in their last ten games. Mike Clevenger for me not a, not necessarily a stopper. I know he's a solid pitcher that the Padres were hoping they would get the most out of, but I I don't know. I'm just not a Clevenger guy, so I'll take the Colorado Rockies in that one. And I'll lean towards the Giants' run line. Um, I don't love it mainly because last time I backed the Giants at home with Logan Webb. While it's usually a quote-unquote automatic, it's, uh, it, it wasn't very good against the White Sox. So I'll lean towards Logan Webb uh, and the Giants on the run line. Let me read off a couple stats to you guys, and you guys tell me if this is a guy that you would bet on or not. Three po- ERA, okay, 2017, 3.11. 2018, 3.02. 2019, 2.71. 2020. 2.84, 2020, 3.18, 2022, 3.34. You think that's a, where, where do you scale that pitcher? Like in the grand landscape of Major League Baseball, where do you think that type of ERA puts you? I'd say in the top 10%. And those are Mike Clevenger's numbers. He is one of the best values in all of baseball time and time and time again. He is just um, a guy that's so underrated. Um, time he's he's like Zach Gallen, you know. It just he just does not get any credit whatsoever. He doesn't get a ton of run support. I've seen him throw a one hitter and lose, you know. I've seen it happen. He gave up a home run on one hit and lost. Felix Hernandez pitched a no hitter against him. That's the, you know that's how good this guy is, and. Um, Austin Gomber is going to beat that. I, I don't see it. All right. Don't see it. I, I just would love. I'd love to hear the logic. You know. You know. I, I. I would love to hear the logic. So when we look at Gomber, you know, and I know it's it's not just starting pitching, right? And we know that. You know, the baseball is a lot more than just starting pitching. But when you look at Gomber, you know. Six hits, three runs on 99 pitches. Six hits, four runs on 72 pitches. Two hits and a run on 42 pitches. Three hits, three runs on 45 pitches. Nine hits, five runs, 89 pitches. Ten hits, nine runs on 93 pitches. Seven hits, eight runs on 59 pitches. I don't see it, you know. Um, I don't think either. Please explain to me. Please explain to me how the six point four six ERA double that of Mike Clevenger is the play here. I just, I, I just don't see it. 
You know, I think and both pitchers give up a boatload of runs today. I think it's a no. I don't. Game. Clevenger historically doesn't ever give up a boatload of runs. He well, historically Colorado, doesn't. Where they play, Rockies play their best baseball in Colorado. I mean, they're only one game over 500 this year. Padres aren't playing the best baseball at minus 140. They still beat the bot. They still beat the Rockies last night. Not playing their best. I mean, baseball. it's not a play that I'm going to go bet my house in the Colorado Rockies tonight. But if I was to give out a free pick and it's now lean, I, I, I like Colorado. I think by both starting pitchers would be out. By based that, on what? By the fifth inning. Based on what? I don't know, just. Just a based on what? So, based on what? Some some stupid odds movement? No, no, no. Because that's that's. Dauber, I mean, that's. Dauber I don't is, see it. Chris, you Dauber, also took the Rockies here. I love. I, I mean, I'd I love to hear. I think is a six point four six ERA guy. I think. No, he's not. he's not. He's not. He's not. I think he's. not. This well, year. Mike Clevenger is not a three point four ERA guy, which he is mm-hmm. either, right now either. He's a two point five ERA guy. So his high his high side is in front of him as well. And he's he's a better pitcher than Gomber. The only reason I was leaning towards the Rockies in that game, I I, I get it. Gomber hasn't been great this season, but you said run support had been an issue for Clevenger. And prior to last night, the uh, the uh, the Padres had scored in that ten run stretch before last night. They had scored two runs or less in eight of their last ten games. I was just thinking that even you know being at Coors Field, I know the run sometimes the run production can increase, but. Uh, I just saw I just saw numbers like that, and I thought if run support's going to be an issue for Clevenger again, he, I don't think he'll get into trouble necessarily. I just think it's one of those spots where the offense doesn't do enough to help Clevenger get the win. The Padres have been struggling in Colorado. I mean, they've had 16 wins over the last 52 playing in Colorado. So it's just one of those places where the Padres don't do well lately. So. Okay. Didn't make my premium list. That's for sure. <laughs> I gotta admit, it was cl- I was thinking about it this morning, but I was like, eh. All right. Well, who do you like in your parlay? In my parlay, I'm gonna take Mitch's favorite team, the Chicago Cubbies, on the money line. Uh, Colorado Rockies money line, Giants minus one and a half is my three. I'm going to go with the uh, Miami Marlins on the money line, the Boston Red Sox on the money line, and the under nine Royals and Tigers. I like the over in the Rangers-A's game. I like the White Sox in game two against the Guardians, and I like the Red Sox first five innings against the Rays. All right. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day, and uh, let us know your let us know your thoughts and opinions on some of the subjects we touched on today. Certainly love to hear them.